Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. here with my co-host, Brendan Payne, and of course, another episode of the Level Up Podcast. And uh, today's going to be a, a, an episode with just Brendan and I, and we're going to take a deep dive in a conversation that uh, we seem to be hearing around the industry uh, lately, and that's the, the conversation about how to win listings in such a competitive uh, competitive market where inventory is so low. So before I dive into that, Brendan, hey, how are you doing, bud? I'm great. I'm great. Glad to be uh, glad, glad to be covering another great topic. I think it's timely for the year for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, and I I know that all of us have um have uh you know uh, recognized and acknowledged that across the uh, United States right now uh, inventory is very low and uh, buyer agents are frustrated and buyers are frustrated. Uh, agents that are focusing on listing based businesses are frustrated because it's hard for them to maintain a a a, a healthy. Uh, inventory because as soon as they get one, they they sell it, and and so a lot of people are are insecure and just kind of concerned about this. And you know, when we think about winning listings um, in a competitive market, as, as as to kick that conversation off, as I think about that, in a competitive market, when inventory is low, one of the things that we hear is we hear a lot of agents committing uh, um, um, reducing their commission, commission cutting. We also seem to hear more sellers ask us about our commission, right? Because, um, you know, maybe they're being uh, talking to other agents and other agents are saying they'll do it for this. And and so then they start to see, oh gosh, agents are willing to kind of like negotiate and sellers take that lead and start trying to negotiate. But I want to start off with saying this, we won't get deep into the commission conversation, but I want to do start off and say this. Commission conversations is never about money. A commission conversation is not a money conversation. So when somebody, a seller is asking you to, um, you know, to, if they're wanting to talk about commission, maybe they're objecting um, your commission. They're not objecting paying money. It's not a money issue. It's a value issue. Commission conversations are value conversations. And when they come up, what that means is, is that the seller that you're talking to doesn't believe the value that you bring is equal to the amount of commission you're requesting. So value, there must be a value. The value in the seller's eyes must equal the request of payment that you're making from them. And when they feel like the value is equal or more than what they're paying you, they never, ever, ever talk about money. So it's never about money. It's about value. Your thoughts on that or anything you can add to that, Brendan? Yeah, I like that. I mean, we've always, we've always talked about that, uh, that objections, no matter what they're about, aren't, aren't really objections. They're questions. They're the, they're the mm-hmm. person telling you, I need more information on this. And what you're saying is if it regard, it's in regards to commission, they're asking, you know, or they're telling you, I'm not really sure I have enough information to think you're worth it. I'm making an investment with whatever I'm choosing to pay the agent. And right now the return I see that I'm getting isn't, doesn't equal the investment that I'm getting. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, no doubt. So, I, you know, the audience, one of the questions they're probably like, okay, well, you know, I would imagine I would be thinking is like, okay, well, what are some ways, like, how do you determine value or how do you present and, um, and, and display your value? The first thing that comes to my mind on that, Brennan, is um, the way that you demonstrate value first is it, before you start to even try to demonstrate your value, you need to identify what value or what the goals and intentions of the seller are in the first place. In other words, a lot of agents, they claim their value is they can get the property sold in a, you know, in less than 90 days, or they can get it sold in less than 30 days, or they can get it sold, you know, at the highest price and they can get it uh, the highest list of sales price, or it's the greatest experience. The, the challenge is, is when a seller's thinking about selling, they're thinking about the reasons they want to move. So they're thinking about like, I need to get to Atlanta. We need to get there fairly quickly because we got to help our grandchildren. You know, they're thinking like that. So what ends up happening, the seller wants something other than the sale. The, the sale is the activity that allows them to get what they want, which is to move to a certain place and experience something or be by their family or save money or get a bigger house, whatever it is. The, the, the transaction is just the portal that we have to go through in order to get to something else. So most people try to make their value about the transaction. What you want to do is you want to make your value about what it is. Uh, your value is helping them accomplish what they really want to get from the transaction. Mm -hmm. I hope I didn't mix that, confuse people. You want to maybe yeah. dial that in a little bit? Yeah, I think that it's important because I think we we um, we tend to gravitate toward those things that you mentioned, like how quickly I can sell it, the price I can sell it, the experience, and all those are great. And there's going to be a seller where that is their number one priority. But in today's market, there's a lot of sellers where how quickly it sells is unimportant because they actually have to find something else to buy in a market that's really tight. So they're wanting to figure out how do I navigate selling and getting a market mm -hmm. value price and still getting the home that I want. So there's a whole nother part of it. We're moving yeah. across the country and trying to figure out, you know, how do I get everything from this house that I've been in for 20 years and move across the country back to my family and I'm 20 years older, technology is not my friend anymore. And how do I navigate that? So if you're just going, I can go in and I can get the best price for you and I can sell it really fast, that can actually push them away going, wait a second, this, you know, this is a little bit scary for me right now. So you do yeah. have to figure out like, what's the, what is the goal? And then show up with a plan that meets their goal, not what you think that they may want. You won't know until you ask. Yeah. And, and as you're saying that, you know, I, I think about questions, like what questions can we ask, right? Like, I think it's most scripts will say um, for, we'll have you asking a question like, you know, I'm just kind of curious, why are you selling? What's, what's very important today, in my opinion, is you've got to go at least three deep on that question. So why are you selling? Well, we're looking for something that's bigger. Oh, okay. Well, great. You know, and uh, so you're looking for a house. Now, how, how, how big is your house now? Well, it's 2,000 square feet. And what size do you feel like you need? Well, we need something like 3,000 feet. So, okay, so what's important to you about having something that's bigger, maybe in the 3,000 square foot? Well, 
we are, our current house is only three bedrooms. We have a mother-in-law that's going to move in. And so we need something all on one level. And we would love to find it where we could have four or five bedrooms. And, um, and the bedrooms are kind of like maybe at least one of them's off to the side kind of we can make as a mother-in-law suite. Oh, fantastic. Um, now, is your mother-in-law living with you now or as you said she's moving in? She's going to be moving in. Okay. And what time frame is she going to be making the move? Well, as soon as we can find something, because right now her, her, she's month to month on the, on, on, on the rental property that she has. And they're asking her, telling her she's got 30 more days before she has to get out. Mm-hmm. You see, like when I go three, three deep on the question, it goes from, I need a bigger house to my mother-in-law's moving in and we have a time frame because she's being pressured by their landlord. So I'm getting a little bit more clarity now of what, why we're doing this transaction. We're, we're not doing this transaction because they want to move to a bigger house. Right. We're doing this transaction because of something much deeper. Now, if in, the, in that scenario, can you think of a way, Brendan, on how, like, how, how do you, once we learn the value or we learn the, the intentions, the true meaning behind selling for the consumer. How can we use that in our communication to demonstrate value? Well, I think you got to be clear to them that you understand what they're talking about. And that's, that's yeah. as simple as like repeating back what you just said. So I see now what you're trying to accomplish is you need to get a little bit bigger home. It's got to be set up like this because the mother-in-law is moving in. And so now they understand like now you're a partner in it. You're not just a, somebody that's that's facilitating a transaction. You guys are going at this challenge together. You've heard what they're saying. And then I think the next step is, and this is, man, this is the more experience you get in this business, the more likely you are to fall victim to this mistake, which is I've got it. I know the solution. And here's what we need to do. We need to get the home on the market and then we're going to price it here and we're going to get you sold. And then all of a sudden you miss two or three things that were really important to them. So instead of trying to convince people what to do as an agent, then your job is really to analyze what they're trying to do, be clear on that, figure out, help them interpret what the market's doing, and then give them options. And when you give them options, then they can choose what makes the most sense. You weren't the one that picked them. You gave them the options because of your knowledge in the market. But now you as a partner say, this is the direction we're going. They're both good options and let's move forward. And typically then they're on board, you're on board, and they're hearing something from you that they aren't from your competition, which is actually listening and trying to formulate a plan, not just let's go in and get the property listed and try to sell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wrote down, you, you, you become their partner. Mm-hmm. And when you said that, I don't know that I've heard you say that, and I'm sure you have. But when you said that, I I immediately, as a listener, I, I immediately felt more connected and more drawn into you. Like versus like, you know, you got a job to do and I got a job to do. Yeah. That partner, that that turned the me and the I into a we. And um, I think that's a very, you know, so for those of you that are listening, if you can authentically insert the word partner into your presentation, I believe think that will be a way to demonstrate more value because I, I, I feel like there's much more value in, um, in Brendan partnering with me to, to create solutions and, and get me moved 
than there is in me just listening to Brendan tell me what he's going to do. And, and those are the keys. I think, I, I think these are the keys to winning more listings right now. It's a competitive world out there. But in a competitive world with real estate agents, let me tell you, real estate agents are just getting more salesy. Mm-hmm. In a competitive world, real estate agents are getting more salesy. And you'll have agents that are complaining that, well, these agents, they're just so salesy and they're making promises they'll never, they'll, they'll, they'll never meet. And I'm sure that's, that's correct. But because everyone else is getting salesy, that just shows they've made a change to try to win listings. So we can either stay the same and complain about everyone being salesy, or we can see that they made a change to survive. And so now you have to decide what change you have to make in order to thrive. Because somebody that makes a change and goes to more salesy, that's more desperate. So they're trying to survive. But somebody that's thinking about like adding value we're thinking about thriving. So the difference in survival and thrival and winning more listings right now is, is little words like that. Partner. Yeah. It's that, understanding that stuff. Go ahead. That stuff makes a big difference in the, if you set the transaction up like that, then that comes up again when you get an offer that you have to negotiate. Mm-hmm. It comes up again when you have an inspection that you have to go through and negotiate it comes up all the way through that transaction. So if they believe you're a partner there, they're not going to believe that you are on different teams when you're trying to negotiate. They understand you're going to get through this together. You're going to help them. You're going to advise them. You're going to give them options, but you're always behind what they want to do. You start out and you may win the listing from just saying, you know, this is what we're going to do, but then it shows up later. It's harder to communicate with somebody who doesn't believe that you're, that you're on their team and behind them, especially in, in this market. There's not a lot of trust in the world right now. So yeah, our yeah. business is no different. Yeah, yeah, I see. So if I win, if I win the listing, see, when, when we're partnering, it's not win-lose, right? right? But if I win the listing by kind of like really snazzy and kind of salesy techniques, it's almost like, okay, they gave me the listing, but they're always kind Back of beware. Yeah. They're always, yeah, they're always like, I better watch out. I better listen. I, you know, I better question. Mm-hmm. And then, and it just gets harder and harder the longer that relationship goes on. So I I, mean, I think that's great. Any other thoughts on, on, on winning lessons? Cause we're talking about winning lessons in a competitive world. And the most thing, the, the biggest thing about the competition right now is there's low inventory. People are selling, people are price cutting and sellers are objecting to commissions. Again, keep in mind, commission conversations are not money conversation. Their value conversations. Anything else before we uh, before we uh, end this one? No, the only thing I would say is if you need a reason to um, to to try to reinvent yourself um, over the, the next few months going into the new year, um, just realize like this is the market right now. When we talk about tight inventory and a lot of competition, um, the amount of available listings is always in completely the opposite, maybe the terms inverse, completely opposite to the amount of agents in the market. So when there's no inventory, it usually means like the market's crazy on fire. So how did how many agents are in the market? The most there's ever been. Yeah. Now, when you get to the point where there's a different type of market and there's all kinds of inventory, then there's a lot of agents that went out. So just don't spend a lot of time trying to figure that out. Just realize, yeah, there is a lot of competition for, in most markets, probably some of the least amount of available inventory that we've had in maybe 15 years. So you will have to do something different. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and take the high road. Yeah. You know, while, while everyone else is taking the not everyone, I, I don't mean to be negative on the industry, but unfortunately, a lot of people are going to take the low road. And um, and when they do, if you'll go ahead and, and you just remember, build yourself up, don't tear anyone else down, build yourself up, but focus on what's in it for the seller. When you focus on what's in it for the seller, the seller sees value in you. If you focus on and sound like what's in it for you or just let's get the, if it sounds like it's just a transaction, then they're not going to see any value. They're Mm -hmm. looking to pay a small little fee because there's plenty of companies out there that will do the transaction for very little money. Well, good. Well, I think we'll just leave it there. You know, if you want to win more listings, follow some of the guidance that we just shared with you. Brendan, thank you so much. Um, How can they reach you? Yeah. So uh, Facebook Messenger, find me on there and yep. um, and, and message me. And, and as, as always, too, let us know any topics and stuff that you are that you're looking for us to cover. And we'd love to uh, make sure that we're hitting the uh, hitting the things that are important to you. Yeah. And for those of you that watch this, our, our frequent uh, viewers of the podcast, you know, I say the same thing. Go to Facebook, reach out to me through Messenger. Um, I'm, I'm happy to answer questions, you know, through that. In addition to that, we've got a Facebook page out there called Real Estate Sales Solutions. Um, I actually just got off the Facebook page for about 40 minutes. I was answering questions live. Um, and I do that from time to time or post a lot of videos there for free, give a lot of real estate coaching and information. So if you like what we have to say here on the Level Up podcast, um, please um, you know, join us over at Real Estate Sales Solutions Facebook page. Also, uh, Brendan, thank you so much. And for you all out there, please uh, you know, uh, watch some additional uh, you know, Level Up podcasts. Please subscribe, like, leave us a comment. All of those things help. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.